Welcome to the 5 Minutes to Health podcast with Dr. J. Scott Reese. I'm John Block, your host, as we join Dr. Reese to discuss another important topic affecting the health of you and your family. Thanks for joining us. And Dr. Reese, this time talking about dementia and Alzheimer's and a number of our listeners wondering about uh, some aging parents and some questions are coming up. What do we need to know about this topic? Well, John, a, a very common question I will get is, you know, what about Alzheimer's? I mean, how do you diagnose it? And then what do you do? I mean, it's it's a difficult question. It's a difficult situation. And my heart goes out to people who are caring for loved ones, family members, parents as they age and still struggling now with some of the signs of dementia. And I'll tell you, John, really the first critical step here, and when you think about Alzheimer's and dementia in general, is getting the diagnosis right. The most important thing here is having an accurate diagnosis so you know what's going on, and then you can get an idea of what is going to happen in the future and maybe what you can do about it to help sort of you know restore the mind as best as possible. But there are a lot of things, John, that will sort of masquerade as dementia. Uh, in fact, masquerade as Alzheimer's. There are different causes of dementia. Of course, Alzheimer's by far is the most common uh, form of dementia, but there's another one called multi-infarct dementia, which is where a series of small strokes will affect the brain, the brain structure itself, and then the function of the brain, and it wind up looking like an Alzheimer's type dimension. There's another one called Lewy body dementia, a little bit less common than the vascular dementia, but nonetheless, it's there. And then there's some other medical problems that can mimic that as well, but are entirely treatable. So getting to your doctor when there are some signs, some early signs of Alzheimer's disease or dementia is really critical. So most importantly, we get an accurate diagnosis, rule out other things, and then have an idea of how to move forward. And Dr. Scott, uh, step one, you said was getting an accurate diagnosis. And you, can your primary doctor help you or do you need to take a second step and go to a specialist already? John, I would definitely recommend people start with their family doctor or their internist to talk about some of these concerns, especially with mild Alzheimer's disease, early dementia. The symptoms can be very, very subtle, and they might just be a little bit of memory loss or confusion you might see in a loved one, even though it's a familiar place. Maybe they take a little bit longer to do normal tasks that shouldn't take so long. Um, maybe have some trouble handling their money, paying the bills. Maybe you even notice a little bit of mood changes. Those can all be very early signs of Alzheimer's disease. It can progress then, of course, to more obvious memory loss, attention span problems, uh, some agitation, even restlessness, and then become into more even severe problems beyond that. But when you're in the early stages with some of those mild symptoms, you need some help sorting it out. So start with your family doctor internist. They may decide to refer you to a neurologist or a specialist in dementia or they may refer you for some what we call some neuropsychiatric testing, some testing that evaluates how does the memory work? How's the cognitive function of the brain of your family member, your parent, and give you some very, very good insight. So I would start there. They can advise you then if they think a referral to a specialist is needed to get that diagnosis correct. Dr. Scott, are there things we can do to either upfront help prevent or if this is actually an illness we're dealing with, something that can help slow things like some memory exercises? 
Well, there are some studies that have demonstrated helpful things you can do for your mind and for your body. The first and foremost, John, I would say, and of course we advise this across the board, is to stay active. Stay physically active. There's good evidence that keeping your body sort of in shape the way God's designed it can help reduce your risk of getting Alzheimer's, can help slow it if you have it. The second thing is stay active mentally with cognitive stimulation. There have been some interesting studies about people who develop early signs, maybe slowing progression by staying mentally active, or people who are at risk. Maybe you've had a family member develop uh, dementia, uh, Alzheimer's disease, and that maybe puts you at risk. So staying cognitively active, doing some memory training, some processing, and there are some online resources that are really great that'll take you through once a day or once a week. You can do these exercises to keep your mind active. Or, you know, Supplements, sometimes people ask me, well, maybe a few things, some vitamin E, ginkgo biloba, omega-3 fatty acids, all are supplements that have some suggested promise and some studies. And then other types of therapy can help if someone is diagnosed with dementia. Uh, I love music therapy, even massage therapy, art therapy, even aromatherapy. Some studies in each of those has shown to be of help in people once they are diagnosed with dementia. So if that diagnosis is uh, arrived at, John, and, and your loved one, your parent, family member is diagnosed, it's not the end of the road. A lot of things you can do to still stay active, still intervene, and still do your best to keep the mind and the body healthy. Thank you for joining us for this week's 5 Minutes to Health podcast with Dr. J. Scott Reese, founder of iFactor Health. Be sure to sign up for important health updates on drreese.com. And we'd love to hear from you on our Dr. J. Scott Reese page on Facebook. Facebook.